0: across the NBR radio network. Getting you through it here on a Thursday morning. Kurt Heelan is here from probasketballtalk.com. Of course, you can find probasketballtalk.com. It's part of the NBC Sports Network of Families, NBC Sports app. You can listen 24-7 to NBC Sports Radio. Kurt, um all sorts of things happening but do we do we all send Brian Colangelo and the 76ers do we send them like a nice gift maybe a fruit basket to take up some of the time between the game 7s of the conference finals to tonight's NBA finals cuz i feel like burner burner gate has been way more exciting than the run up to the to, to Cavs Warriors four or,
1: or how this or how Cavs Warriors four is going to go once they actually get on the floor yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it has been it's a far more interesting question cuz we all love a mystery, right? I mean, that's everybody like, oh, was it, was it him? Was it his kid? Was it his wife? Was it the dog? You know, whatever. Like, who did this is, you know, it, this happens with, and it not vaguely comparable in terms of, of impact, but anytime there's a, a mass bombing or something and people are trying to sleuth it out on Twitter, people are loving this, that aspect of it. Not only the jokes, but also just the who did this, the done it part is just enthralled people.
0: Yeah, it's, so it's, what have you heard lately? Anything?
1: Um, officially nothing. I can guarantee you that the NBA League office is desperately trying to tamp this down. <laughs> they don't like this. They, they don't like distractions. They don't like coaching changes and trades and stuff during the finals even though it's allowed. Um, only because they don't like distractions from the finals. This is a much bigger and better distraction than any of that. Um, the Sixers have their, their investigation going on. My guess is the official investigation won't um, won't conclude until the finals are over. You know, in a week plus, whatever that ends up being. Um, that said, it's there's a lot of things that point to people around. If it's not him directly with knowledge, it's somebody really close to him. Just because, honestly, talking to people around the league, the stuff he's saying in, in these tw- or is said in these Twitter accounts. Whoever is saying it is stuff he was saying privately. The stuff he was saying to colleagues was saying to friends, what have you, around the like. This isn't like thoughts outside of of the realm of Brian Colangelo being forced to you know forced upon him in a fake account it sounds like somebody who at least knew him and that's you know if if it's his wife or his son or something like that is that a distinction without a difference like is, is, does that really help him
0: yeah it's a good point you know it's a really it's like driving the getaway car right yeah I mean, guilty
1: exactly we're
0: talking with uh,
1: exactly.
0: Kurt he- 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 exactly we're talking with kurt from Pro kurt healing probasketballtalk.com um it's already silly season. Apparently, when Danny Ainge interviews somebody at the combine, they're now going to trade the number three pick in the 2016 draft to move up to get him in Mo Bamba. I, we always have all these, <laughs> I, which I find hilarious. Like I just, I, it's oh yeah, Jalen Brown just proved himself in the playoffs. Looks like he's going to be a fine young star. Okay, let's trade up and get a developmental center. It seems like a it seems like a good seems like a good plan. It seems like a way you win titles. I. I Wait, wait, is it just, this is what happens with the draft in Silly Season, we always talk about trades, but half the trades that happen in the NBA are ones that never get talked about, they come right out of left field.
1: Exactly, the, I, and this one, this one is completely out of left field, by the way, Vinny Ainge may like Mobamba, but the cost of moving up to get Mobamba, who's going to probably go fifth, five to seven, would be my guess, depending, but I don't think he goes higher than that, I think it's probably right in there, but... Of taking one of those picks would be like giving up the Sacramento pick next year, um, or something like that. And I just, why? Wh- wh- way, like you said, there's zero n- point zero chance he's trading. T- Tatum and Brown are untouchable. So, so stop. Like you know, those guys are not going anywhere. So, I, I think people love to speculate about this, and people, and this is true. I mean, we do this in football. We do this in everything, right? Where we fall in love with the potential of what could be as opposed to what we have. But yeah, but. Bamba could be a defensive powerhouse, and absolutely, like he has got the Rudy Gobert. I mean, that's the comp in a lot of ways, just because he's got that kind of length and build. Do you know how hard Utah had to work to get Rudy Gobert where he is? Like, how? And I actually not just him. I'd like Rudy Gobert put in the work for years, strengthening his core, strengthening his lower body, learning to move differently. With the best develop, Utah is one of the best developmental teams in the league to get him where he is. Is Bamba, does Bamba love basketball enough to do that? Is he going to put in that work? Is that team, whoever, you know, Boston might be able to develop him, but that's a lot of risk to take on for for a team that's breaking By the way, you probably the best team in the East going into next season. Well, and by the time you get him developed, his contract's up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was the big risk with Utah. Uh, they, then they ended up having to pay him a ton, and, look, it, it certainly worked for them, but this guy is – I mean, he's got a really good high ceiling. He also has one of the higher bust potentials in this draft. And when I said, you know, how much does he love basketball, there's a few guys, Michael Porter, a few others that are out there on that list of uh, Robert Williams, the, from the center from Texas. Like, it's not a question of, like, do they have the potential? It's a question of, do they do they have the mentality to put in the work? And... I don't know about you guys, when you were 18 and 19, I know I was a fully driven, hard-working guy, and when no way was just screwing <laughs> off all the time. So, I, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to predict.
0: Talk, yeah, that's exactly what it is. 18, yeah. 19? yeah I, very much. I wish I had any type of work ethic. back. The, the only work ethic I had at that point was the fact I was in the military, so my work ethic was, okay, I want to do just enough so that nobody bothers me. You know what I mean? That's really... <laughs> That's really what it what it boiled down to, uh, boiled down to kind of at at that point. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the NBA Finals. Is there a snowball's chance in hell that Cleveland could win this series?
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure I can come up with some fantasy scenario that involves um, probably involves an injury. And I mean, the the question we keep asking, you know, I've been keep asking about it was number one on our five questions. You know, five questions that will be answered in these finals is. How much do the Warriors care? I mean, that's the one thing that could get them in trouble. This is a team that's, you know, all season long they have been, the best analogy is that they're, they're the smartest kid in your class, and that they're, they're, they're the kids that's so smart they're bored, and so they kind of screw off and they don't take things seriously and occasionally get in trouble and what have you because they're just they're too smart for the work in front of them. That's the Warriors in the the right now. It's not against Houston. Houston made them work for it, but they are going to be against Cleveland. They can show up for half and win these games, and they kind of know that. And that might get them in a little bit of trouble, and then maybe things snowball. But, I, I mean, if you played this thing 100 times, I don't know that they'd lose more than five of them.
0: That makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, that's, that's pretty much about how I expected it to go. I'm still going to watch tonight, though, because I want to see how it goes, you know, just because yeah. of what our, we can get a question.
1: We could see Tony Foster and what's his
0: name? Uh, uh, Scott Foster, Scott, Tony Brothers. Yeah, Tony, we could yeah, see yeah. those guys officiating. That might even it out. Yeah, they might <laughs>
1: <laughs> the officiating is going to be interesting in this series because both, <coughs> both, if, if Cleveland spends two minutes like, you know, LeBron does this, but they all do this. If they drive, Clarkson drives, doesn't get his call, and then stands there and whines at the official, you're just giving up an open. You might as well give them the three on the other end because Golden State will kill you if you do that.
0: That, will, that would pretty much do that as well. Kurt Healin, Pro Basketball Talk, ProBasketballTalk.com, part of the NBC Sports family. Kurt, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. That's Kurt Hellem from Pro Basketball Talk and ProBasketballTalk.com <laughs> here on the Bealist Daily.